What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Oh, and I'm Daryl, and BJ got it right without a script. Fucking nailed it. First time ever. You did nail it. Fucking nailed, nailed it, bro. Um, yeah, you did well. Uh-huh. Good job, man. Um, so, yeah, welcome back to Buds Watch Wrestling, guys. Yeah. We're back. We're going to talk about some wrestling. Wrestling. Believe yeah. it or not. We'll probably talk about some other stuff, too. We, we As you know, we'll have our That's normal off topicness. We do that from time to time to time. Yeah. Every once in a while. All the time. Yeah, and it's uh, actually kind of crazy to think that we're winding down on season one. We're in the last quarter of season one, BJ. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the last, like, three months of it here. Yeah. The road this to WrestleMania. The road to WrestleMania. And the third of the big four. The, my favorite pay-per-view of the year. Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, I just love the Me Rumble too. match. The match is still one of my favorite matches ever. It has it been is. since 1992 when Ric Flair won it. Fuck yeah. Because that was the first Rumble <laughs> I've ever watched. Okay, yeah. see, I I watched the 88 one. Okay. It was probably the first one I ever watched. I wasn't aware and that the WWF was a thing that existed in 88. So. See, I didn't, well, I didn't watch it in 88, you watched but it I watched it VHS or probably 89, beta. Okay, that's beta. right, I keep forgetting <laughs> beta. Yeah. Beta Max. It's funny, my professor... Uh, in my class I just started last week, uh, he talks about he bought a Betamax back in the 80s and stuff, and it's hilarious. It sucks. And, yeah, there's it's, not many it's, of us. Uh, it's, actually, it's, it's, the scale is different because more people bought it, but it's kind of like the HD DVD versus Blu-ray right. thing, and now you don't ever see HD DVDs no. anywhere, or uh, CDs versus Laserdiscs. Right. Like, huh, I wonder which one of those are going to win. Exactly. One that's as big as a record, or one that's very small and compact. Right. That's why it was compact disc. It was a yeah. compact <clears throat> disc. Uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, we watched some wrestling. Um, I did. I feel like it's getting a little bit better. A little bit. They're starting. They're trying things. Things are changing, and as long as they keep trying different things mm-hmm. until they find something that's work, right? It, it's good. Um, I do feel like. I mean, let's be honest. Usually, my complaints on Raw or for SmackDown are small, a segment here or there. Yeah, most of SmackDown's typically good. NXT's always good. I rarely watch two hundred five, but when I do, I have a good time. Yeah, it's Raw. And then they're like, oh, we're changing everything, and they didn't change shit. No. And this week, <clears throat> they finally felt different. It did. And I didn't like a lot of things they did, but, but, you tried, W. They tried. Finally, you did something different. And for I that, did like For that enough, I, I think you guys should watch the episode. Um, you know, I think, watch the Hulu version. Yeah. They're probably, there's a lot of nonsense. I think the biggest changes that I've seen this week is the At backstage least, stuff. Yeah, agree. Um, it feels more like... There's a lot of people it's, actually yeah. back there hanging out in a wrestling community right. backstage environment than four scripted right. segments where they're just standing for an interview like they've been doing since the fucking 1950s. Yeah, and no one's around. And right. It's like, dude, there's, there's fucking jump. 50 wrestlers back there. There's caterers, there's producers, <laughs> right. there's writers. Like, there's all kinds of fucking people around, but yeah, you never see them. Yeah. And now at least there's other people standing around talking, mm-hmm. conversations. I recommend the last hour of <clears throat> Raw in particular, Buds. The yeah. last hour of Raw, the, it started off with the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, triple, triple threat. threat between Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, and of course the defending champion, Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know... Dean Ambrose ain't the Intercontinental Champion no more, buds. Nope. No, the almighty Bobby Lashley. Mm -hmm. Lashley is the new and current reigning Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. I'm okay with this uh, change. Me too. I'm not digging Dean's run right now. I'm not digging what he's doing. It seems forced. It seems... 
Yeah. If he's going to be a heel, he needs to be more Johnny Moxley-ish right. than yeah. whatever it is he's going for. Because between the mask and the coat, I'm really confused about it. Yeah, he's like Bane meets... Bray Wyatt wore a coat Bray, similar to that one. Right. I was going to say Bray Wyatt almost, and I just, I don't know. Plus, the mask fits with the whole Wyatt family thing. Right. They, they've done masks before. Rowan almost always yeah. has a mask. Yeah. It started off just that shit. Oh, mask. speaking of mask, I decided today if for some chance I do ever get married, we're totes wearing tuxes and looking all dope and dapper and shit, but Ultimate Warrior face paint. Calling it. I like it. Yeah. And if I can't find a woman that won't. That's agree how you know to you that, found the right one, dude. Exactly. That's how you know you found the right one. Exactly. So the first one to agree to that is the winner. Drip's actually agreed that I could have something wrestling at uh-huh. the wedding. Yeah. It just couldn't be glass shattering that we walked through for the announcement with Austin's music when they announced right. Mystery Music because I wanted Austin's. And I also want to. I also want a wedding belt, like Belts by Dan. I figured I could later on I can do that down the yeah. road because like it's only like nine ninety nine. I know. Just, at least at this point just, in time in the podcast, it's just at, at the moment um, <laughs> they don't do ads for Dan anymore, so I don't. Know. <sighs> they do. I've been on his website. It's I think it's up to I think it's eleven or twelve hundred, twelve fifty. It was probably right around this time last year. I was hearing the ads for belts for Dan because I started okay. that one right at the beginning of twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, and I was already into that and Tony's before mm. Eric's came out. So, although I don't only listened to like one or two of Tony's before, like, and then 83 Weeks came out and right. that sucked me in even more because I liked 83 Weeks a lot. Too. I do like 83 Weeks. I just don't like Eric Bischoff. That's the thing. That's I my don't, problem with I it. don't, and that's what I like about Like, him. he's very entertaining. Yeah. He's just a natural heel, man. Yeah, I don't he like is. him. He's a natural dickhead. But anyways. Um, um, yeah, so. But then, yeah, the moment of bliss where they yeah. announced the new tag team women's champion. And yeah. there's only going to be one. One set. And, man, those belts are beautiful. They're gorgeous. Oh, I love They're them. gorgeous. They've got some um, blue in them. It's white mm-hmm. leather. they got some blue in them. <laughs> but the yeah. most key thing is the shape. It's right. not shaped like every other belt. This no. one has a very unique well, shape it's to like, it. Well, it's like, it's circle like the tag belts. Right. Like the copper, but it's just way better looking. It's hard to explain. Uh, Look it up. Just Google yeah, search. they're beautiful. They are really um, nice looking belts. Were, it's going to be decided by, in, in Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I thought that was Which is cool. going to be dope. Uh, yeah. Three teams from Raw, three teams from SmackDown. And I mean, we've talked about this before. Yeah. That's how you do it is... If the title's on Raw, then right. you have, you know, whatever. You take turns mm-hmm. with number one contenders. This month, Raw is the number one yeah. contender. Next month, SmackDown. Regardless of what brand yeah. the title's on, I don't know. You pick your number one in my opinion, I don't know who's going to be the champions, the first champions. I have an idea who's going to be the second champions. Okay. I think, yeah, whoever wins them, they win it. Elimination Chamber. They win at Fastlane. And then at WrestleMania. And at WrestleMania, lose. they lose to Sasha and Bay. Yeah, the Boston Hunt connection, for sure. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't, I like, I don't know who's going to win, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's going to be Sasha and Bailey. That seems like the last team that's going to win. I would either I agree put with you. It, I think they're going to take him to Mania. Yeah. I, never thought that I would put it on the icon, uh, Double Iconics. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You put it on the heels. They defended it against the SmackDown team yep. at Fastlane. And then Boston Hunt connection. Because I don't know how live in person, yeah. man. I don't know how you do it, but I would like to see 
the four horsewomen of WWE hold all four belts at the end of the night at Mania. That would be pretty cool. And then that's when, like, Becky beats... I mean, it's very Ronda doable because, yeah, man. that's how they get the yeah. women's on Raw is Becky. And that's how you get a... That's how you get a feel... A re, that'd be an amazing feel-good moment at the end of Mania, honestly. For Becky to win? For Becky to win. Charlotte to have beaten Asuka or someone... Again. For the championship. Two years game. in a row at Mania, Charlotte defeats Asuka. Right. And then Boston Hug Connection wins the tag titles. I like that. All yeah. four come out after Becky wins. Yeah. Yep. Next night on Raw, they're all celebrating because they can. Because right. it's the next Raw. That's when Shayna, Shafir, and Duke debut. And then you start your Four Horsewomen versus yeah, Four Horsewomen feud. Duke and the other ones suck. Well, they do. Don't but they don't need to do much. That's true. They can just stand around looking yeah. like they don't know what they're doing. Right. Exactly. I don't even know how to explain their looks. They look... No, they look... They look Angry and confused and like they had to poop and sneeze all at the same time. Which that's, I guess would be confusing and angry because if pretty, I sneeze, I'm going to poop my pants. I also felt like they were happy to be there. Yes, I'd and I did that feel that there. too. I will, I will add that too because they did legitimately seem like they were happy on top of the anger, confusion, <laughs> having to poop and sneezing. Yeah. That, the that pretty much rounds it up. Like the sneeze thing. But then they're like, yeah. Because that was a, I mean... But other than that, that segment, I enjoyed that segment. You know, I've heard, I've heard before... Bianca is a fucking star. Oh, fuck yeah. I, we haven't got to NXT yet, but yeah, I, know. I, I, get, I agree. Yeah, we haven't even got to SmackDown. I forgot what I was... Fuck. Sorry. It's okay. It might come back. What were we talking about? I don't know. Shayna. Shayna. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I've heard many times you hear the small things that a lot of people don't notice. Yeah. Wrestling. Edge and Christian talk about it a lot, too. It's the little things that make it that you don't notice and that's what sets you know the top guys apart from mid-card guys for example but people like you and me we look for it so Mm -hmm. we notice the stuff and the one thing I noticed and I know a lot of wrestlers have problems with this when they're green um, they didn't know what to do with their hands and they were trying to find things and that made it even worse because then they were like fidget because you couldn't always see their hands but you can Mm -hmm. see from their upper arms they were moving their hands like not as much as I am but and Buds can't see me like ridiculous amounts but yeah like, almost crazy jazz hands. Style. Crazy jazz hands. Oh, there they are. I gotta watch you doing that. It. I usually fling my wedding ring off when oh, I do crazy yeah. jazz hands. And I'm, like, right across from you. I don't want to hit Right face. in the face. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I don't want to have to buy you new pair of glasses, dude. No, that would be, actually, that would be dope. Not I need for me. Glasses. It'd be dope for you. <laughs> I have insurance. Oh, well, fair enough. Kind of. It would it's, only be, your best friend, be like 100 Did your, your best bud's uh, wedding band breaking your glasses covered by the insurance? No, not like that insurance, but um, it'd be like only 150 bucks compared to... Oh, that's to, not as bad then. Yeah, yeah. that's doable. Yeah. Friday. Right. Yeah. Sucks to be usual. I Friday. have a second pair. Yeah. Should I um, have like three pairs. Um, so SmackDown. SmackDown was, was enjoyable too. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ had a pretty fun segment. Yeah, it was cool. AJ did the same kind of being out in the crowd thing right. after he came to the ring. He did the reverse it. of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he came. Yeah, he came out <laughs> to the ring. He walked around the ring. Mm-hmm. He went. They cut right through down the crowd and went down. Oh yeah, he stared down Oscar. And then he took, yeah. he went out through the crowd up the stairs into the concession area. 
And then he mm. was telling the fans, if you want shirts, buy shirts. And if you want hot dogs, eat your hot dogs. And if you want a soda, get right. a soda. Then he started showing, throwing shirts out to the crowd, which was pretty cool. That was really he cool. He threw out some free merch, some AJ shirts. I think he said he had some gloves he threw out. And I couldn't see what else he had. But he had two or three different items. Mm-hmm. And most of them were shirts, though. Yeah. Still, I mean, free AJ shirt. Right. I ain't a bitch about that. Fuck no. I had to pay like 30 bucks or whatever for the one I got. 25, however much was that shirt is these days. I don't know, 108. No, it wasn't that much. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't um, either. And then, you know, what else was on SmackDown that was cool? Um, I don't remember. Me either. We just talked about it not that long ago. Yeah. But we talked about a lot of other shit after that, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had like, this... it wasn't it wasn't must-watch, but if you got a free hour yeah. 25 minutes, you might I mean, as well. I mean, there was... Uh, oh, I mean, we didn't... Uh, we kind of skipped over the beginning of Raw, which was probably the best part. Uh, Becky was walking to the ring, oh, yeah. and you see the New Day, and then you see Heavy Machinery making fucking smoothie out of pancakes and yeah. like raw eggs, and yeah, that was that was a cool opening to SmackDown, yeah. and it was cool because it was show- the camera was on Becky getting out of her car and walking uh-huh. in. And they yeah. pan over to the New Day off to the side and focus mm-hmm. on the, those five guys for right. a while. And then Becky's standing there, and Otis officer, officer offers her the picture, right? <laughs> the picture of concoction that they just blended yeah. up. They had like pancakes and chicken and tuna, and I don't even know what else they yeah, threw it, in there. It was those were the things I noticed: was fried right. chicken. He was dumping the tuna in, and obviously right. some pancakes. Obviously. Becky took a drink of it, and she was like, was it "Like it was mild, weak, or weak, weak," weak. and, and just walks away. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Otis is in love with Alexa Bliss as well. Well, yeah, that happened. Yeah, I'm that happened too. That. that was good. Pretty lady. I, I feel like out of all the new NXT guys, <laughs> mm-hmm. Heavy Machinery made the best debuts on both shows. Oh, by their far. segments were easily the by best far. segments. Um, uh, Otis is Otis is on another level fucking, when it comes to entertaining people. Oh dude. my god, he is so funny. I can't even. I can't even like. No, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, I and mean, then NXT as always is must yeah. fucking watch again. Again. Um, actually, so was the UK this week, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see. There that was a so. uh, there was the tag team match between uh, Bartel and Eichner taking on uh, uh, Mark Andrews and Travis. No, not Travis Banks. Flash Morgan Webster and. Um, it was fucking awesome. It was the main event. It was really fucking awesome. You have to at least check that match out, but that match out, but yeah, I said that right. It didn't sound right. I don't yeah. know. I'm distracted by my phone. Sorry. Oh, fuck your phone. It's my wife. Oh, fuck your wife. Yeah, she don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm married to that will happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and then um, we'll talk about there's also UK takeover, but we'll talk about that in more detail later on in yeah. the podcast. So we're gonna move on to the fantasy rankings for this right. week. Right, and this does and include uh, Dalton's wins, motherfucker. Maybe he did. I did. Uh, I mean, I dominated Raw back on, and top. then again, he dominated SmackDown. Yeah, I did. Uh, NXT. What was NXT? They were not as much. I think you won no. NXT, but oh it was yeah, I won NXT closer. by. No, like a lot. Like oh. 12. Oh. Uh, and then 205, I won by 3. And then UK, yeah, you won by 14 and just won. The total score, 81 to 72. So you won by 9. All right. It's close. Mm-hmm. Another close one. It was. They've all been, except for like the first week, I think they've all been single digits. Yeah. I, I was scared the first week. 
Yeah, I, I crushed you that first week. Yeah. It was just coincidence after all. Both of our strategies have been viable. Right. So, yeah. I mean, really, we could kind of pick whatever next time around. Yeah, like if, it, if the NXT UK takeover wasn't in this, I think we would have tied. My, so, my biggest really mistake... My biggest mistake was not taking as many women rosters as I did because yeah. at the time they weren't being featured a whole lot and that immediately changed like the week yeah. after we started this. That's why I crushed you first week and mm-hmm. immediately changed, which is fantastic. Yeah, I'm not bitching about it. No. I get more variety on my wrestling shows now, which I'm a huge fan of, especially when it's five hours of variety show that there's more variety now and I'm not watching the same five dudes right. show up 18 fucking times. Yeah, and I'm now I'm seeing those same five dudes show up nine times plus the same women show up seven times. Right. Plus I'm not seeing, yeah, Baron Corbin 38 fucking times on my TV, which is great. Sucks for me point-wise. But my biggest, my biggest strength uh-huh. Has been just taking UK people where you just yeah. took two of them because they were champions. Exactly. And I took. Yeah, and now one of them's not a champion. So. But in all fairness, I had a little bit of advantages. I at the time we started, I was up to date on UK, so yeah. I knew who had been featured already and knew well these are the guys they're showing, so those are the people I'm picking. Right. Now you have a better chance at that too. Next next round. Yeah, we can. Not uh, yeah, because you had watched some of it. Yeah, you, I don't think you'd watched any yet. I watched no, all of it at that right. point. I didn't watch any because so. they'd only done five or six episodes when we started this. Right, and they were all two a week because they had six months of pre-tape done. Yeah, that they had to get through before the pay-per-view. Right. Um. um so the highest scoring. Uh, yeah, wrestlers, wrestlers this yeah. week. Um. Well, the highest was yours in Finn Balor. Yeah, he Finn got Balor eight. got me. We, yeah, we skipped that. Uh, we skipped that completely. Yeah, Braun Strowman is not. And yeah, Braun Strowman face. So Braun Strowman comes in the ring. Let's just get. I'll get through this quick. Braun Strowman yeah. comes in the ring. Baron Corbin interrupts him. Braun chases him down. Elias is backstage singing a song. It was another natural transition of the camera to over to Elias singing the song. The song ended up being about where Corbin was. He was hiding McMahon's limo. <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman rips the door off the limo. Vince McMahon gets pissed, says he's fined him $100,000. Yeah. Braun says the car's not worth that. No. He then says that he's going to fine him $200,000 and he's no longer the number one contender for the Universal Championship at the Royal Rumble. Braun flips the limo. Yes. So Braun is not going to face Brock at the Rumble now. No. Uh, so we have to have a four, fatal, fatal four-way. Four-way for the number one yep. contendership to the for Between, Universal Champion right. Rumble City United States. Finn Balor, John Cena, Drew McIntyre, and someone. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, yeah. Fuck Baron Corbin. I um, agree. <coughs> but yeah, really good match. Moves. What? what? I don't know. Who wrestling clothes on you, wrestler? I hope that it needs to happen soon. Maybe but it's dressed for the job you want, not the job you got. I guess. He's taking it to heart. Um, but yeah, Finn Balor wins the Fatal 4-Way. He does. And so now we're going to get Finn versus Brock. Mm-hmm. And I was going to save this for news and rumors, but fuck it. Like, And I guess this is because Brock wanted it. He asked for Finn. So that makes me even more excited because you know when Brock wants to do something, it's Brock's good. one of the best wrestlers yeah, out ever. Yeah. Go so, back and look at the beginning of this entire run when mm-hmm. he... And I'm not talking about the Triple H matches because he did go away for a little bit. But when he came yeah. back and just wiped out Cena and, and like 
14 or so and Suplex yeah. City started. Yeah. Like, from that point on is really where that shows more than anywhere else mm-hmm. in his career is when he was yeah. into the match, like those Cena matches. Right. Oh, he those looked were good. Those yeah. were fun. So were his Trip H matches and like from like, yeah. I don't know what that was, 13 or something, I think. Right. The one where the spine buster on the fucking stairs. 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 I was going to say steps and stairs at the steps same time. Steps Same time. Jesus Christ. Neither of us can talk tonight, man. No, this is fucked. Um, yeah. But, no, my... I mean, look at his matches, though, with Daniel Bryan and AJ, two uh-huh. of these past yeah, two years of Survivor good, yeah. Series. Survivor with those smaller, more agile guys. guys. Those who, those are the guys that I feel like he works better with Me too. he's doing. Me too. And Finn should be... I mean, Finn should fit that. Finn can work with anybody. Right. Yeah, so... I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, rumor is Finn's <laughs> losing. Yeah. Um, I assume he wasn't until WrestleMania. I guess he doesn't be the he won't be the demon. No, in my opinion. No, probably not. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So back to fantasy now that we fantasy, yeah. buds on like one of the most important things right. that happened this week that we just um. So who was the yeah. lowest? Uh, draft choice of mine or whoever's you have up to score a point this week and then um, the other person's. It is yours up. And Lois. Oh, you had, mine was Huxley. Yeah, you had Saxton Huxley. Yeah, you got some points. Actually, your lowest in your bottom ten, Yeah, the only people not to get points was me, AM, and Kurt Angle. Nice. You got points with everybody else. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, and for mine... Uh, what was there? No. Uh, Natalia, again at 48. And then I also had Zelina Vega, so at 40 something. So. Right on. And then conversely, who in our top 10 draft choices did not get us points this week? Uh, well, Charlotte Flair, for me, it was Charlotte Flair, Adam Cole, Bebe, and. Bebe, and uh, O'Reilly and Strong. So again, undisputed there, and you lost. I'm pretty sure every week. I think so. I think if they're on TV, you win. If they're not, I win. I'm pretty sure that's how it's been so far. Mm -hmm. There are tiebreakers. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fix that. And yours is uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Okay, and um, your zero Champa. So, yeah, I was sad he was on TV. Yeah, so I made a report. I watched the match. He is. Oh, there was a hidden gem that was a OVW match from him. From, nice. Uh, I don't remember what year it was. It was mm-hmm. I want to say it was seven, but it might have been earlier than that. Yeah. Um, if they wouldn't have told me it was him, I don't think I would have figured it out. Really? Yeah, with the hair, and he was much, much slimmer and smaller than he is now. Nice. Which, I mean, he was before he got hurt he was smaller too right he worked on his upper body while he was out with his leg injury yeah he beefed up oh yeah not like roided up but I mean like no. you know he's just he worked out fit. and got real strong right looking. he's not skinny anymore. no um do you want to talk right. about TakeOver UK Blackpool yeah it was fucking awesome it was a really good fucking show every every that. match in my opinion was an above average match yes every single match on the card yeah for sure um, the worst mm-hmm. match is probably, I would probably still give it a three stars. And I think the, mm-hmm. the no DQ match was probably the worst match on the card. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And it was great though. It was still really good. Yeah. It was fun. So let's, uh, let's break the card down here, buds. Yeah. The first match that we got was for the very first, uh, NXT UK Tag mm-hmm. Team Champions. And we saw Mustache Mountain, one Pete Bay, or Pete. 
Tyler Bate and Trent Seven taking on the team of Gibson and Drake, the grizzled young vets, although they mm-hmm. didn't call them that there. Didn't they? No, they just kept calling them Gibson and Drake, or Drake okay. again, I don't remember his name. Maybe first. they don't have a name on here, I guess. Which is weird, though, because everybody calls them the Grizzled Young Vets. Everybody kept referring to them, like, on social media and stuff as the Grizzled Young Vets, because right. that's what their names are. It's their tag team name. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe I don't know. they don't want to use it for some reason, or... I mean, yeah, it could be. That maybe that name's under contract somewhere else, and they're allowed right. to wrestle. They just can't use that name until that contract's could up be. for story purpose. I don't fucking know. Yeah. That seems unlikely. I was gonna say the only. I was gonna say the only place I've seen him wrestle it personally is at Progress. So I don't know. Oh, okay. I've seen As them elsewhere and stuff. Yeah, no, they wrestle elsewhere too. Where they did, I mean, now I mean, they probably don't. Yeah, but if they're doing it multiple places, then how? Would, I don't know. I don't know what their deals either are way. either. So yeah, <clears throat> this was the match of the night, without a doubt. Yeah. This was one of the best tag team matches I've seen in a long fucking time. This is really good. Um, Buds have to. This is an absolute must-watch five-star masterpiece. Yeah. Like I gave this one five stars Fucking personally. Barn burner. I don't usually give stores, you know, but I did <clears throat> give this one five stars yeah. personally. This is a five-star recommendation from Daryl Motherfucking Guns. Up in your his house, the whiz off of his house. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then after that, we had um, Travis Banks come to the ring uh-huh. to take on. Uh, Jordan Devlin, right? And um, before the match even started, Travis Banks just jumps through the ropes and attacks Devlin on the outside. Mm-hmm. But Devlin gets the upper hand and hurts him, leaves him laying, and yep. Travis Banks can't continue. Right, but he's got to have a match. And Johnny Saints, he's got to assistant a match. whose name I can never remember comes out. Yeah, I can't remember uh, his name. Younger dude comes out. Not Johnny Saint comes Boo-boo. out. Not Johnny Saint. Boo boo. Not Johnny Saint comes out. Right. Um, and says, "Oh well, we had a backup plan just in case." And okay. motherfucking, motherfucking, motherfucking Finn fucking Balor. Finn Balor, buds. You got to remember this is before Raw. So this is before <laughs> the whole Universal Championship <laughs> shit. This is right. before all of that. Right. Uh. Like yeah, and the crowd was. Oh, everyone, like nobody expected nobody. it. It was awesome. I, yeah. yeah, I did not. It was a obviously, I mean, these two know each other better than anybody. Yeah, because obviously Ballard, trained, amazing, Ballard trained Devlin in case you yeah. buzz in out there aren't yeah. completely in the know. So it was a great student day. teacher. They even mentioned that in commentary. Mm-hmm. Do want to say, um, I don't know the, I can't remember his name, but the guy that was on commentary with Nigel. I thought yeah. he did a pretty decent job for his first like pay per view type show. I thought uh-huh. he did a good job. Yeah. Um, it wasn't amazing, but he was no. he was good. Yeah. Um, I think the more him and Nigel work together, obviously, the better it's going to mm-hmm. get because they do seem to have some chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. But in my opinion, that's one of the best Nigel. shows Nigel ever mm-hmm. called though. Yeah. Like he was just on top of everything mm-hmm. that night. I mean, he was on his top top game. I mean, you figure he probably knows the those wrestlers better, better than, than anybody, right? <clears throat> the other guys that he calls for. So there was also a special for him right after that mm-hmm. um, was very I touching. Still, oh, it was so I still good. Man. I watched it right it. after. Well, I I paused it to like go to the bathroom, and I think I grabbed something to eat or something right. like that, and then I went back to it. But yeah, um, so yeah, uh, Finn Balor wins that match. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. After that, we had the women's championship. Uh, Rhea Ripley yeah. defended against one Tony Storm. And, this was, uh, a hell of a match this was also a hell of a fucking match. This told was, a great story. Yeah, the story was the best mm-hmm. part of this match to me. Like, mm-hmm. not nothing wrong with their in ring abilities. No, Ripley still 
not as good as Tony in the ring, but I mean, she no, holds her but own. But Tony's Tony's another level too, yeah, right? Tony's... And Tony Storm walked away with the win. Mm-hmm. I, that so, surprised yeah. me. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was not um, expecting that. Don't know how long she'll hold on to it for, but probably not long. I would love to just see her and Jenny have a good feud on proper WWE. Jenny's mm-hmm. match with um, Isla Dawn in the UK was a pretty good match too. Nice. Yeah, they had a good match. Um, <clears throat> Jenny did some really cool. Um, I don't even know what to call them. Like, um, so they went down like she went down in like a, almost like an Alabama slam. And okay. Extended out and dropped her. So Isla Dawn's face down with her like, legs this way. Oh, okay. Face down. Face down with her leg. Okay. Her, like, so her like a reverse back, X factor. Yeah, yeah, and so she, yeah, that's, I, I mean, actually I mean, kind of a good way, because, yeah, because, like, her head was up there, I mean, her feet are, like, here, right. and her head's up there, right. and she's sitting like this, yeah. and so to start off with, she just, like, like, she was too far back, so she did, like, a roll on top of her, like, just uh-huh. a quick roll and right. landed on her, and got her, and got her arms and started to pry back, Okay. but because of Isla Dawn's strength, she started to fight out of it, so Jenny's, like, fine then, and, like, kind of tossed her back real quick to throw her off guard, did another roll and got her into, you know, got her by the neck, but then Don still picked her up. But that was, like, nice. a really cool spot from Jenny. She's very fucking agile. I, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a big Jenny fan. Yeah. I mean, their stuff in progress was fucking good. And, I, like I said, I just love to see it mm-hmm. in WWE. Me too. Um, and then after that, we had the aforementioned no disqualification match between mm-hmm. Mastiff and Eddie Dennis. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, still, it was a really fun match. For me, uh, for me, the biggest... The biggest was the payoff because mm-hmm. I've been I've, I watched every episode of the UK up to this, so I saw right. the story between them and to see that finally pay off in that hardcore match mm-hmm. and for Mastiff to finally get the win over the bad guy Eddie Dennis, yeah, like that made it for me because um, I, I knew the whole Mastiff. story behind it. Plus, Mastiff is just so good for mm-hmm. his size. That's one thing I'm going to be excited for. Well, Eddie Dennis has come a long way. Okay. Our our surprise here in a minute. Yeah. I want to see him and that person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, no, Eddie Dennis has come a long way too. Mm-hmm. When, uh, like when I first started watching him, he was pretty. I don't even think he was wrestling full time. I think he was still doing whatever his fucking mm-hmm. day job was. Oh, I'm pretty sure when we first. Was yeah. he a teacher? Was he a te- was he the teacher that retired? You're thinking of Matt Striker. Yeah, I am. No, <laughs> I'm not thinking of Matt Striker. I mean, it is Matt Matt Striker. Is well, the same I mean, too, thing, but, but I'm, I'm not saying. Thinking of Matt <laughs> Anyways, I can't remember what it was Eddie Dennis did, but yeah, when we started watching, I'm pretty sure he just did part time on the side, probably, and then I think so. got good enough to make a living out of it. It's right. awesome to see him in WWE now. That's, that's, I mean, we've watched him grow up in wrestling. I was gonna say dude. with all these progress guys, because yeah, we you know we saw him at WrestleMania 33. A lot of these guys, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, and then finally the main event, we had uh, Pete Dunne taking mm-hmm. on Pizza. Joe Coffee. <laughs> for the UK yeah. Championship, and of course, Pete I am won. really happy that this was one on one. Me too, and that the other guys weren't at the ring right. side. There was they, no shenanigans. They right. kept it. Oh, that was so good. Because I didn't expect me, it from. I didn't expect it. Yeah, I expect. Why? Well, yeah, I expected something, and I expected coffee and yeah. Uh, can't think of his name. Uh, Whatever. Um, or Mustache Mountain, even. Something. Something. Nothing happened. It was but awesome. Nothing happened. They and then after the match, good match, after Pete Dunn. Well, yeah, Pete Dunn retained. Yeah. What did you think about the falls? Like the. When they fell off the ropes twice? Um, I think they should have gave up after. 
and not trying to hit the spot. Like, see, I don't feel like they. I don't like that me, they went back to the spot and botched it the second time and still went back. I'm glad they got yeah. it, but I think it, t- it took away a little bit from the ending of the match. Really. Yeah, see, just I a little think, bit. I think what it, they should have done for the I that would have made that better. You go up, you make it look because I felt like they were making it look, and this is why I was kind of disappointed with towards the end because the third one didn't happen, but it looked like they were too tired and just wore out and just fell. Right. And then they were too tired and they wore out and they just fell. But I wanted it to be a third time where they went for it and then they hit something huge. Oh, okay. And then they didn't. If there would have been, yeah, I'm right, you're right. If there would have been a payoff, it would have been worth yeah. it. But we didn't get the payoff. Right. And therefore it just seemed like it was it was wasted. Right. The that first time I thought it was cool. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, these guys are like, they're, yeah. what a fucking story. They're so tired. They, yeah, they literally they just can't fell. do it. They fell mm-hmm. like, that's genius. Mm-hmm. And then they did it again, and I'm like, now it looks like a botch. Right. And then there was never a payoff. Right. And I'm like, yeah, it totally looks like a botch yeah. spot now, which like sucks said, because yeah. I don't think they were. I don't think they were. I think they were trying to do something there. But, it just didn't hit. Yeah, it didn't But work. that was about the only flaw in the match. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but it was great. It's actually like the yeah. only big flaw in the whole show. Well, yeah. And then after it's done celebrating, he gets interrupted by Walter. Walter. So he just comes in the ring, stares him down. Coffee starts to get in to interfere. Walter just boots him to the face. He's right back out of the ring. Yep. And Walter turns around. He does a salute where he's standing yep. at attention. Puffs his chest out. And then yeah. he uh, and Dunn got he's his dope. face and did his whole fist on face mm-hmm. thing. And uh, Walter turned around and walked away. It was really yep. well done. It's a good Very tease. well done. And we know who's going to be the next the guy that has, him. like, the guy who can actually take this belt off of him. Yeah. There's been no one else yet, and Walters definitely has to be the one. I don't really win. I mean, I would think maybe the Mania Very takeover. soon. If they do a takeover, like, I want to see them do a bigger takeover with UK and NXT. Give me oh, at, eight matches at Mania. Do Give me a four-hour takeover right. and blend the two together. Yeah, I can I'm watch okay that. that. Show the, the matches and content's good enough on the two NXT exactly. shows to warrant me watching four hours. Exactly. Yeah, if I can watch a five-hour... Uh, if I can sit in the fucking Orange Bowl for 12 hours <laughs> yeah. to watch WrestleMania, I think I can get through four hours. We, were, we were only in the, in <laughs> the like stadium like, like ten and a half. <laughs> I'd say nine, because we sat outside for a couple hours after the fact, too. Well, yeah. But we were there like 2.30. Oh, that's right. Yeah, midnight. you're right. Yeah, you're right. And then, yeah, two hours after. Um, so now we're going to talk about, continue on with the top 100 wrestler countdown. We're going to oh, talk yeah. about number 68. I'm sorry, right. that should be, yeah, that's right, 68. Adrian Adonis. Mm-hmm. It seems weird that we're already in the 60s, but it's right. Yeah. Uh, my, my match was from 84. When was yours? Uh, I think mine was 86. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 86. So my match was Adrian Adonis taking on Andre the Giant in the IWP, IWGP. Right. Japan. New Japan. Right. Pro wrestling. Um, I'm just, I just made notes this time and as the match went on. Mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying trying to do play-by-play of the matches anymore. No. I can't do that. It's not fun. So um, there was Adonis did a sunset flip on Andre uh-huh. that looked cool as shit because who the fuck successfully gets Andre with a sunset flip? That's true. That's pretty dope. Um, they locked. There was just it was the, the lock up. Andre pushed him around in the corner. 
He goes for an Irish whip, and then Andre gets the back body drop with that sunset flip spot there. Mm-hmm. He goes for it, and that's where the sunset flip drop was. Nice. And then at that point, Adrian, like, just bam, bam, you know, hits him a couple times, knocks him out of the ring. Um, it takes him, like, a, a minute, a minute and a half, mm-hmm. maybe even two minutes for Andre to finally get back in the ring, because whatever. Um, gets him in a bear hug. He keeps the bear hug on for a while. Adonis fights out of it. Uh, Andre comes back. It's been another bear hug. Um, and then uh, he Adonis did his elbow three times and couldn't get Andre kicked out of one yeah. all three elbows. Well, he did one, two, pin one count. Andre kicked out third one. Andre kicked out two more. Andre kicked out. God damn. Andre finally. Um, Uh, oh, and then Adrian goes to the top rope, uh-huh. and he got his boot up and kicked him in the face, which was, like, the coolest move of the match, because it legit looked like he knocked him the fuck out. Like, Donis nice. took that well. And then the pop, when his foot connected, was insane. They were in a fucking, uh... No, this is not this match. That was the other match. Sorry. Okay. Uh, this match was in Japan. Um, it was sweet. Andre wins. He got the win there with that, at that big boot. That was enough to finish it off. It was, like, he got in... Other than bear hugs, he got in, like... One lock up and backed him into a corner. A couple chops, like of his forearm over the back, uh-huh. and that's it. Uh, um, yeah. But he sold Andre's. Like I've watched so much of the end of Andre's career because mm-hmm. that's WWE WrestleMania times, right? Um, that I forget like how well Andre sold when he could still move around. Like I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really impressed with Adrian Adonis. I'm not gonna lie. Nice. Um, uh. From what I knew of him from WWE was where he was doing the... I don't even know if he actually... I think he was gay. I think he was like... Even like he came out as gay for his character or whatever. On I think WWE it was more ambiguous, I can't remember if it was ambiguous yeah. or not. But he had like a flower shop segment. Yeah. That's what I really remember of him. So to go back and see him work in his prime was really right. good. Um, he's way better than I ever gave him credit for. I'm like another guy I'm glad I got the opportunity to see wrestle here. For sure. I mean, he obviously wrestled a very 80s, early 80s style match. They both did. But there's a lot of good to still be found in those with selling and <coughs> facial mm. expression and shit. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. No, you're good. So what, uh, where did you feel like he should go on your list? Um, I ended up actually putting him back to 79. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was nothing with him. It's just right. legit. I really felt all these guys were better than him. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was a little torn with him and Ricky Morton. But I thought at the end of the day, Morton's longevity and mm. his legendary status as a tag team wrestler is enough to put him ahead of Adrian Adonis. So yes. that's why I gave Morton the nod there. Okay. So how about your match, BJ? Uh, mine was uh, Adrian Adonis versus George the Animal Steel. Nice. And, uh... Was this a WWE match? Yeah. How many turnbuckles got eaten? None. Oh. Surprising. Um, there was other shenanigans afoot. Okay. Um, they had... That's serious. There was... There was. There were shenanigans afoot. I use shenanigans. Uh, Animal Steel had some stuff, something in his trunks that was shiny that he punched, uh... uh him with. Also, George was still a heel at this point. Yeah. Okay. 
That's why I wasn't yeah. eating turnbuckles. He didn't start doing that to a turn face. Right, yeah, he was a I'm heel. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because this was 86, so this was like... That's right, you not say too. it was 86. Right. Yeah. Um, so, that was basically the whole point of the match, mm-hmm. was Adonis trying to fight back, and then the referee getting distracted, and Steele would pull the thing out of his... Hit and hit him, try to hit him, and... Um, I will say... There was one point, the first time he hit him with... I mean, they were like brass knuckles. I know that's what oh, they were. Okay. But, uh, I, th- I wasn't sure if you could even... I was going to ask you when you were you can, like you can bear, Yeah, you, was there was one point where I could see him. No, yeah. So he kept going after him and then trying to get him with the knucks. The referee gets knocked down. Okay. Um, or no, that wasn't this match. That was the other match. I, I started to do that too. Yeah, yeah that's the only downside to watching. Right. Oh matches. no, he did get Mac knocked down. Okay, this is really the exact same match, pretty much. Um, I don't anyway. know, but yeah, ref gets knocked down and then finally gets back up, and it was uh, the finish was pretty stupid. It was just a roll up after the ref gets up. Yeah, Adonis rolls up steel for the win. But uh, he did some. He had some very good selling. Yeah, Adonis did sell he, really well. Um, there was a Irish whip into the corner, and he flipped over the turnbuckle and out onto the ramp. Okay, that he looked really good there. There was a there was a spot in my match where um, Andre ran and charged him in the turnbuckle, and Adonis moved, mm-hmm. and Andre like and like. Up on top of the turnbuckle, like they do today, where they almost like they pretend to hit their heads nice. on the pole. Like Andre did that, and I'm like, "That's a big fucking dude, big right? fucking dude." Yeah. Jump up on the turnbuckle That's like crazy. that. You really forget how right? how good Andre really fucking was. He was when you're our age, because most of what we knew was the end of his life stuff. Yeah, right. Which sucks. Yeah, because he was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was so fucking slow by the time we This match made me really, time. really excited to get to Andre eventually on this list. Yeah. So, I haven't um, even noticed where he is. I don't me either, honestly. So, um, anything else about your match before before you tell us where you put him on the list? No, I think that's about it. Okay. Um, so, where did you place him on our list, DJ? I don't know. I can do it was a spot or two ahead of mine, I believe. Yeah, it was uh, two spots ahead. Mm-hmm. 77. Um, I put him... Right in between Pat Patterson and Jimmy Garvin. Okay. Uh, yeah. I uh, thought, I mean, he, I didn't think he was that bad. Like you said, I mean, it's Pat, to me, it was between him and Pat Patterson. Okay. I, I couldn't, it was really hard. Actually, funny but, enough, that's where I was with the next wrestler that we're going to get nice. to. I was yeah. torn between the next wrestler and Pat right. Patterson. So, um, but yeah, he's at 77. That was AJ Styles, which AJ Styles is still. Right the top. All right. So far. So now I got, I got something for us here. We're going to call this segment okay. the quiz. <gasps> I got some pop quiz questions for you. Okay. I got two, only two. I don't want to make two. this a huge deal. It's purple. But I just thought it'd be fun. And I actually think okay. um, you could get in on the fun and maybe randomly one week get a couple okay. questions for me. And if you both would like to try and stump either of us, right. we'll give you our personal Twitters later on at the end of the show. And you can send us the questions and help me try and stump BJ or help BJ try and stump me. So, pop quiz, can I stump BJ? I got two topical questions. They're both about Royal Rumbles. Okay. All right, first question. What Rumble winner eliminated the least number of people? Oh. So, they won the Royal Rumble. Mr. McMahon. Huh? Mr. McMahon. Yeah, good job, man. 
I was going to say, I have a hint for each one, too. Oh, okay. I feel like that's the easier of the two, by the way. I always, the easier fine. one goes first, obviously. Well, that's, that's easy. So this one's the yeah. more... I expected... I actually figured you would eventually get that one. I didn't think you'd get it that quick. Uh, for bonus points, do you know, and this is the hint, do you know how many people he eliminated that year? It was just the one, wasn't yep. it? it was only Stone Cold. Yeah. That was it? Yeah. Because he was gone most of the yeah. match. Uh-huh. All right. Second question. Last one, the other one. Who spent the most time in a Rumble without eliminating anybody? Oh. And I, have a, and I have a hint, too. And I have the time as well. Give me a minute, and then, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say, you can have some time. So they spent the most time in the Rumble without getting an elimination. Without getting an elimination. Yeah. Did they win, or just... Nope. Just period. They were in the Rumble. They lost. Okay. They lost the Rumble. It was not a win. So they were just in and didn't eliminate anybody. Yep. For the longest amount of time. Of anybody uh, in the Rumble. So, yeah. Okay. And this is not a hint. This is a, just a fact, a fun tidbit. But just to, right. It's not a McMahon, though. No, it's not McMahon. I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's, it's a different person. I wouldn't. I don't want to do the same person twice. That's never right. fun. It's a different Rumble, too. Yeah. Um, but no, the, uh, the thing I want to share is that, and this is crazy. Okay. This person spent 46 minutes and 54 seconds in the ring. I looked it up separately. Okay. And, and did not eliminate anybody. That's a pretty long time to be in a Rumble without yeah. eliminating anybody. Yeah. Okay. So that wasn't your hint, though. There is, I got a hint. Okay. If you want. I, I want to think, and yeah. then I'll get the just hint. Let, just let um, me actually, I'd like to take a guess, maybe, and then I want, if I'm wrong, I want the hint. Okay. For some reason, I want to say Santino. No. And I don't um, know why. But that was one of my first thoughts, too, honestly. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember which Rumble or something, but I feel like there was one point in time he was that in he was in for a while, right? but he didn't do much. Yeah, it's not Santino. Right? Okay. And then it's also not Santina. Morella, I'll oh. just give you that one too. So well, yeah. it wasn't Santino or sister, right. and it wasn't Vince. So okay, we know it's we not got those that. three. All right, what's my hint? It was the 2017 Royal Rumble. 2017. That yep. was not last year, the year before. Yep. Can you remind me who won that rumble? <laughs> Randy Orton won that rumble because that was the mania we went to where he faced Bray Wyatt. Yep. Yeah, Randy Orton, his yes. second, his second yes. Rumble win, because um, Randy Orton won no nine, I think. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, I knew this one was going to be a lot tougher. Whoo, man. Um. 2017. Do you have any other thoughts at all? Just, I mean, just start throwing out some names. They don't have to be guesses. Okay, Bray Wyatt. No. Uh, Heath Slater. Curtis Axel. No, maybe another hint. Um, they're injured. Right the, now? This current WWE superstar is injured. Like, for real injured? Uh, if it's storyline, they've been gone way too... Yeah, it's real. Okay. Sammy Zayn. Yep. Nice. 46 minutes, 54 seconds. And the Royal Rumble without crazy. anybody. And I gotta say that the idea... To do this was mine, but I did steal the, obviously I stole the trivia questions. Well, yeah. I got them from a podcast I watched called What's Wrong with Wrestling Podcast. Okay. I just want to give them props because they gave me the questions. So. Okay. Um, and the answers, now I had to look up some of the facts and stuff on my own. Right. Just, you know, for speaking points and that, because they only had one hint and I actually had a couple more for funsies in case you were really yeah. struggling. Um, I, except for the first one, I literally had one hint, which was one elimination because I really didn't think you were going to need the help on that one. Yeah. And, yeah. No, so, that one was easy. Yeah. Because. So what do you think? We do this once in a while man. for fun and yeah. make them topical Maybe about an upcoming pay-per-view or something. Yeah. 
maybe if there's some big news and trivia about whatever that is, like if there's some right. big news that breaks this week about, I don't know, Alicia Fox, then we do an Alicia Fox trivia. Alicia and you buds Fox. can join in. Um, actually, we should drop this now. If you want to send me some questions to stump BJ with, send them to at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore guns. Yeah, and you can send them to me to be 2004. That's B-E-double-J-2-0-0-4. Those fuckers can spell. Maybe. Maybe. Um, <laughs> All right. So. so we're going to do something we've never done before, ever. What's this? Hall of Fame predictions. Oh, yeah. We're doing Hall of Fame yeah, predictions. Yeah, so we guess this is Sergeant Slaughter left, so we're almost done here. Oh, time to wrap it up. We didn't do any news and rumors. Oh, that's right. We'll do that after this thing. Okay. I forgot. Write yeah. that down. Um, Hall of Fame predictions. So, so like, every year with the Hall of Fame, they're kind of hit in, like, certain categories. Yeah. That we always know of. There's always a main event talent. Last mm-hmm. uh, it was Goldberg two years ago. Mm-hmm. Last year, or no, Kurt Angle two years ago. Yeah, Goldberg last year. Yeah, we're calling that the headliner. The headliner. Yeah, right. Maybe There's always right. at least one female right. talent. One female. Uh, there is tag team or tag team. Yeah, celebrity, celebrity. typically, uh, and then like about three other three sponsors. Other, yeah, we're gonna go. Call There's also the spots. the Warrior Awards, like those but those part. ones we don't have any clue who that could be, so we're not doing that one. Right, and we're not doing any of the legends or whatever they call them either. Legacy, just because they put in so many people. They, it's like sometimes yeah. they put in it's, three, sometimes they put in ten. Yeah, so it's like that's a, too hard to do. It's like a three minute video package yeah. usually, and it's people like you know Bobo who's Brazil exactly. So I say we start off with the celebrity pick, BJ. Celebrity, um, I'm gonna go with John Stewart. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, I debated it because I doubt he'll. He might. He's too old to show up, and it probably won't happen. But mm-hmm. I would love it to happen. I want it to be Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bob Barker because his. It was just the one guest shot. I think right. it might have been alone one other time, but possibly. Was or you could put Paul Rubens in. Okay. Or the Muppets. I'm just going off that. But the Muppets would be fun. That would Muppets, be fun. Muppets are awesome. I know, because why not? So how about, uh, how about a female or woman? Who, female? Who are you thinking for the women? You go first. I'm going to go with Michelle McCool. Um, I think they... I'm going to go out on line, <coughs> and I think this is the year we might finally get China. Okay. What I think. Gotcha. Um, and then tag team or faction? Hmm. Do we have. Are the New Age Outlaws in? No, they're not. I'm going with the New Age. No, I'm not. That's a lie. That's a very bad lie. That's actually one of the teams I did put on my list. Though. Yeah, that's I made a, very a quick bad list lie. of people I thought could go in, but right. earlier today, and um, yeah, I do have the New Age Outlaws no, on mine, but yes, that's not my not pick. them. No, well, obviously, because Billy Gunn just signed to say is going to be made. That's true. I didn't even think that's about why that. I, yeah, that's why I know. Um, well, I'm going to go with you the N W O. Okay. Like the Outsiders, or just the, as a faction? Outsiders and Hogan. Okay, Hogan's the three of them. now, so they're going to use yeah. his star power. And I think it's going to be the NWO, because in my opinion, why else would the WWE have so heavily pushed their reunion tour that had nothing to do with it if That's they true. were doing something with the NWO? 
that's the only reason I'm coming from that is because I was thinking that as soon as they started promoting those shows. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are they going in the Hall of Fame? I mean, Hogan's coming wow. back. He was just at the Crown Jewel. <clears throat> yeah, Crown yeah. Jewel. I'm going to go. And then the Raw for me, right. Jim, now. I'm going to go with Edge and Christian. I had them on my list, too. I think, I was thinking Christian on his own, but honestly, I think they're just going to be, because Christian's such a dick, so what do you do to a dick? You be a dick right back. And, and only you put, put him, him as a tag team. Don't only put him, I think he goes in on his own eventually, but you be a dick and put him in as a tag team first. I gotcha. That's what I would do. So I'm calling, yeah, I'm going ENC. All right, and then... Uh, the big one, the headliner. Who do you think mm-hmm. the headliner's going to be? Headliner? Yeah, that way we've already eliminated people so, for the other three positions. I've had two thoughts okay. on this. Um, and I think I'm going to go with the second one. The first one was The Rock. Okay, that's the headliner. on my list too. Um, but I think with the whole Roman situation now, I think that's off the table for now. Okay. I mean, I, not, I mean down the road probably, but not now. Right. Um, so, option B, and I think it's Batista. Okay. Batista's going to be the headliner this week. Okay. Who are you thinking? Um, I had a couple names, actually, I've put it for the for the headliner. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the first headliner I thought of was Bam Bam, and I'm like, no, he won't be a headliner. No. Um, Vader was a thought for a headliner. I was like, yeah, but they he really did way more for WCW than he right. ever did. They didn't use him in WWE. Put someone dead as a headline. Right. For a brief second, I thought Mysterio, and then I'm like, no, he's still wrestling no. actively right now. Maybe so they're next be year. Him. And of course, I did think Batista. Mm. Um, I thought the Undertaker. Yeah. But I actually think I don't think the Undertaker's going to go in yet. No, I think he retires one year, goes in. Yeah, once he officially retires, he, he'll go in the next year. Yeah, and I also don't think they're going to want to put him and Michelle McCool in, in the same year. And I have Michelle going in this year, so right. Um, I'm going to go with actually though what I ended up feeling, even with mm-hmm. what you just said, that I still mm-hmm. feel I'm going to go with the Rock. I okay. think it's going to be the Rock this year. I yeah. I think Batista is going to hold out hope that he can get one yeah. more run, and I know he wants one more run before he hits the Hall of Fame because he's mm-hmm. already because he turned down last year. Right. Um, so I think I go Berg. Yeah, I. Th- like, and I also think the Roman thing helps because family. Yeah. Since like family. since I texted you that, I've been thinking about it back and forth all day. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just I would like to see Batista. So and I think if Triple H is healthy, we can still get a Batista Triple H match. Right. That's true. And yeah. Um. Oh, I am changing one. Okay. I'm changing my female vote. Okay. I'm putting in Miss Elizabeth. Uh. Okay. I'm just going to write Miss Liz. I don't know who that is. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with Miss Elizabeth this year. Okay. She deserves it. I mean, All right, yeah. so we have three others. So Three others. Yeah. Um, I have my first one. Okay. Uh, Anvil. Anvil's yep. going in Nine this Heart. year. Yeah. I'm just going to... He wasn't my first one, but I'll write him too because I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Nine Heart's going in. Yeah, there's no doubt. He did too much for them. Right. And with Natty there, she'll probably induct yep. him. Or she'll, she'll accept for him. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know who will do it. Yeah, Brett maybe. Um, and Brett can do, do it. Brett's he's Brett's getting too old crazy. for that shit. Yeah, and he's getting too old for that yeah. shit. And he's just he's kind of crazy. Anybody else think it was in this year? Um, hmm. 
I'm actually gonna go and I'm gonna. I think. Uh, I think Vader's gonna go in. Okay. Okay. See, See you know I, what? I take that back. I'm gonna swap that with Bam Bam. Okay. I think Bam Bam's gonna go See, in I this just, year again. I don't think they're gonna do. I don't know if they do two dead people. Can I see your list? Uh, like that big list? That's valid. Just so I can right. have some thoughts. Yeah. Right. Actually, um, hang on a second. I'm okay. going to stop this. All right. While you look that list over, BJ, I'm going to yeah. actually change Bam Bam because I agree with you. They're not going to put two two deceased wrestlers in. Right. They don't like doing no. that. So it's only going to be Nightheart. He's going to get the nod. Right. So I'm actually, I'm going to go out on a limb here and... I know this one might seem a little odd, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna RVD. Okay. Okay. Because um, I think someday he'll be in. And he's yeah. Fucking RVD. Right. Rob Van Dam. In case some of you buds right. out there don't know who he's RVD is. He's one of a kind. Mm. Mr. Monday Night. Mr. Monday Night. Uh. Well, I think for my second pick. Yeah. Actually, not on your list, and I think they're gonna do this just almost as. A s- almost fuck you to AEW. Okay. It's going to be Goldust. Goldust? Goldust is going to get into the Hall of Fame. I don't think it's going to happen, but man, I would love it. Right? Even if it is for that petty reason. I would Because Goldust deserves to be in the Hall of no, Fame. No, he does. I, I, yeah. I, I think this could be... If you think about it, Goldust was probably like the real first thing that happened to start the Attitude mm-hmm. Era. I know really it doesn't start until McMahon and Austin, right. but I don't think we ever would have got McMahon and Austin if Goldust wouldn't have done the first step he took. Because I can't think of anything else before that that really could be like, yeah, that could have done it. That could right. be the, the first thing that led towards the Attitude Era. Yeah. It obviously didn't start. McMahon and Austin started obviously, the Attitude Era. We all know that. It definitely led towards it, because... It was very risque. For the time, yeah. Time. They didn't do anything like... I mean, they just come off fucking <clears throat> Duke the Dumpster Drossy and Doink the Clown the year before Goldust right. debuted. Like, shit changed quick. Quick. New generation. Remember mm-hmm. that? Loved it. All right, we each got one more pick, so... Um, yep. Any idea? Um, I'm going to go out on one. Oh, this uh, is your out on the limb one, okay? Actually, I think my last two were both on them. Yeah. But... I mean, he's got a big backstage role now, so it would be easy. And they always throw in the, like, kind of mid-carter, some guy, you yeah. know? I think it's going to be Dean Malenko. Hmm. That's your sleeper. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You know what's funny is, um, I was wondering who you were talking about. Because I'm like, well, Arn's already in. Yeah. Who else is backstage? I wasn't even thinking about the great Malenko. Oh, no way. That's a nice no. video. Yeah. My bad. I'm not really yeah, well, He was great, though. That's, I just didn't mm-hmm. realize. As soon as I said it, I realized my mistake. Yeah. He was Dean Malenko. He was the man of a thousand holds. Not to be confused with Chris Jericho, the man, man of a thousand and one holds. With like 900 of them being arm bars. But... <laughs> there was a lot of arm bars <clears> out there. Right. That is one man who will not be in the, in the Hall of Fame this year is Chris Jericho. You know what's really weird is my third pick. I'm uh-huh. I want it's it's probably weird to hear these the two guys I'm torn actually even a third but one to a lesser extent to a lesser okay. extent Todd Pettengill. Yeah, I think he deserves to go in at some point. He does. He was a staple of my childhood. I never liked him. 
I don't know. Yeah. I always gravitated, even as a kid, I gravitated towards the heels, though. Mm. Cheered for Vader. I cheered for Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen, the cheapest, most motherfuckers that ever lived. Yeah. I cheered for Shawn Michaels the second he super kicked Marty Jannetty and threw him through Brutus the Barber Beefcake's window. No. Marty, Marty jumped through that window. Running away from him. Yeah. Um. He was scared. Uh, the second guy I'm torn between, and these two are on the same level, honestly, um, which is weird when you think about... I mean, I guess not. They both did different things. But uh, yeah. Jim Cornette. Yeah. What do you think about that one? I mean, he's um, not on bad terms with the WWE right. in any way, shape, or form. No. He they, deserves to be they in. showed he could be trusted with... Uh, yes, I was just going to say that, too. I was going to say the same so. thing, too. And, um... Yeah, he... That was uh, the fear before, was... He, he could be trusted. Him. And I think he proved it. Yeah. And I looked, and there I could not find another, like, on his level manager yeah. from that point in time, like, to his level, yeah. that isn't yeah, already in the Hall in, of Fame. Yeah, Heenan's in... Is Hart in? Jimmy Hart? Uh, Jimmy Hart might not be. Yeah. I don't remember if Jimmy Hart's in or not, to be Jimmy honest. Jimmy Hart deserves to be, too. Yeah, if he's not, he does deserve it. All right, and the third guy I'm torn yeah. between is JBL. Yeah, that's a good one. I think that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. And that seems like the most realistic of those three to me is JBL. He's obviously still on really good terms with the yeah. WWE. Um, news and rumors. News and rumors. Yeah, it's that time, buds. We're wrapping it up here, yeah. unfortunately, but let's do it. Um, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. I don't right. have much. Okay. Um, there are already wrestlers... Requesting their release from the WWE. Yeah. This was a lot of mine, too. Um, it's honestly, yeah. at this point, it, the expectation is Vince McMahon is going to grant zero right. of these requests. I've seen three. Three groups. Okay. Well, the first one I have is uh, Mr. and Mrs. Kanellis. Yes, I did see that. Um, that, that they was... not only asked for, mm-hmm. it's already been rejected. Right. They did well, that a couple weeks ago. I mean, that would be kind of bullshit. Yeah. On their part. Agreed. Let's come in, get signed, get pregnant, get all this, yep. get paid to fucking have a baby, and then... And get sober. And get sober. Again. Right. Here's the and other thing on that, though. To leave. I get that, but what are they fucking doing with them? I mean, I get that, too. Right. So why not release? They ain't doing shit with them. Right. Fuck, Jeff Jarrett did worse, no, and they brought him back. Yeah. That's unrelated. Um, related to all this, uh, the PW Insider says WWE is now talking to talent who have deals coming up within the next year. They're mm-hmm. already trying to sign these people to new long-term deals yeah. if their contract's up yeah. within the next year. Did um, you see the other one? What other ones did you see? You didn't mention any other ones. Or did you see any other uh, ones? None, so I guess let's stop, keep okay. on this topic since you have So, um... <clears throat> One rumor is Dolph Ziggler. Oh, I was—I thought we were news rumors. I had heard rumors of Ziggler. Agreeing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. You um, were. I had heard—I'd seen rumors of Andrade Cien Almas. Oh wait, not Andrade, seen that don't call him Cien Almas. I have not seen that. I have seen that one. I don't think he goes immediately. Yeah. Um, I've seen the revival, mm-hmm. and I saw a follow-up to the revival where they said that. Um, basically, WWE said no. Please give us three months. So basically, till WrestleMania. So, hopefully that means something. They're actually going to do something with the Revival? Their best fucking in-ring tag team that they've had since the Legion of Doom where the Steiners left? Here's the thing. I am so torn. I am so torn on them. 
because yes, I want to see them thrive and be in WWE. I want to see them because both is the them. problem, right? Right, but I also yeah, I want to see them in the unbox. That's the match yeah, I want. That's the match everyone wants. I mean, it's a dream. It'd be a great, amazing. It's a dream um, match. Yeah, and I mean, I had something else that played in with that. Oh, okay. Um, Um, oh, apparently WWE has also sold, told certain independent talents that if they show them a hard offer from another company, mm-hmm. that they will at least match it, and in some smaller cases, double it. Oh, for yeah. certain guys, obviously. Right. The guys they really don't want to lose. Yeah. This no, is this kinda... is guys they want to bring in. Oh, this is bringing they guys don't in. Have. Oh. Yeah, like if they have an offer from basically <coughs> AEW, New Japan, CML, whatever, uh, they can bring it and here you go. Okay. Show me your tape and show me your shit. Right. And we're signing you. Well, I mentioned Andrade. Um, according to the Observer, uh, Andrade's actually been warning other wrestlers that it's not all it's cracked up to be not to come there. Yeah. Um, so that's I saw... The rumor that he's asked for his release on PW Insider, mm-hmm. and then I saw that he's warned other wrestlers, including Rush and Dragon Lee, not to come there from the Observer. Wow. So these are two rumors about him wanting out that go together pretty well right. from two different sources. So this one might actually have some truth behind it. <clears throat> um, I mean, it's not for everyone. I mean, no, it's not. Opinions. It's not. Like, it really isn't. And yeah. and I mean, if you want a better example, the best one you can find is C.J. Parker or yeah. Juice. Right, Robinson. Um, right. I saw the potential he had in NXT. Yeah, it wasn't that great. I mean, the potential was there, but the he wasn't that wasn't great. There. And they, I don't like what they, they were doing with him. Mm-hmm. And they didn't give him much opportunity. And look at how he's thrived since he's went over to New Japan. Oh yeah, he's, he's a fan favorite already. The crowd fucking loves the guy. Far. I mean, if Kenny's out, he's well. The problem is if Kenny's out, they're moving Switchblade to the number one. Yeah, uh, he's number one. Gaijin, yeah. or whatever. And but Juice is clearly the number two. Mm-hmm. Him and Osprey are two yeah. and three. Osprey's on his way up too, though. That's the yeah. other thing. Is Osprey could by far take him if he can have success in the heavyweight division. Because right. it seems like that's what he's doing. Is it's what he wants to do. It seems like he's and making I mean, it work so far too. That... Yeah, you could definitely tell at uh, fucking Tokyo Dome, right? That he had gained weight. Oh yeah, I mean, in a good way though. He looked good. Yeah, I'm so. just glad to see him working a safer style. That means we get to keep watching him for longer and yeah. longer. And then, um... What else did you have? The... Uh, I closed it because I thought I would remember it. And then I didn't remember it, buds. But it's the last thing I had, and that's the WWE. Uh, in relation with one Lars Sullivan, mm-hmm. has basically said, you may take as much time as you need and come back when you're ready. Yeah. That's, that's uh, a that's quick awesome. turnaround from how I feel they would have dealt with this situation. Situation prior mm-hmm. to the AEW announcement, yeah. um, I saw that it had a lot to do with because of the Moro situation that happened a few years uh, ago. They're more sensitive. They're more sensitive, and he's actually that's good to hear. And though. he's worked with them to try to teach them. You know? That's really good. Yeah, so that's that's why. So if it wasn't for Moro, it wouldn't be like this for Lars. You know, I actually am really glad that like. 
I like him. I really do. He's a great announcer. But when he goes mm-hmm. over the top, it's too much for me. Yeah. And now I'm glad that. that he's on NXT where he's not getting that crazy except for takeovers mm-hmm. when it's appropriate. Right. And I like that. I yeah. like that he keeps he, it. He's trying to keep it for the big moments. And I like that. And mm-hmm. it's not every little moment's a Mamma Mia. He's really learning. Right. And yeah, because at the beginning he, he was. He could be one of the best. He was ever, like, right? he was like annoying as Jay or as uh, the king. Yeah. Honey! Right. Yeah. Yeah, ninety nine, Jerry or Lawler when he's yeah puppies every yeah like ninety nine to one Jerry Lawler yeah fuck that or probably honestly ninety nine until whenever Cat got fired and he left <laughs> yeah I don't know what year that happened but I don't remember either I wasn't watching either that's um, true so what else do you got BJ that was the last of mine was okay Lars um I say the best for last some happy news about just, more happy news yeah. Uh, two wrestlers got married. Oh, yeah. They have been together for, was ten it, years. ten and a half? Yeah, ten and a half years. Yeah. Um, Killian Dane and Nikki Cross, they got married. So that's pretty dope. They did the, um... Ten and a half years. There's yeah. a current thing going on Twitter, mm-hmm. and maybe Facebook, too. I think it's on both of them. Okay. Where, like, you're supposed to post your, like, first profile picture. Okay. And then beside it, your last profile, or your current profile picture right. to see the like age the difference like for how many years yeah. it was and they showed theirs mm-hmm. on Twitter from like 10 and a half years oh yeah ago. I saw it you oh can't. holy shit yeah. I recognized Nikki I did mm-hmm. not recognize Killian Dane no he oh, was so small holy so shit small. man she must be a good cook on top of a girl because like, wow god damn yeah um, so but good for them maybe he uh, maybe he also lives that stakes and weights philosophy and possibly Possibly. Oh, that protein and weights? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I woke up. Um, what else you got for us, BJ? I have uh, Mortal Kombat 11 had their reveal this week. Some oh, yeah. WWE stars showed uh, up, which was pretty cool. Yep. Xavier Woods, Lena Vega, Kofi were there. Um, Sonya is there. going to be voiced by Ronda Rousey, yep. which is really fucking that is dope. cool. Um, I've yet to get to see that whole trailer. I didn't um, watch it either. I yeah. saw the thing on Reddit today. I was I, I saw it. it. I saw it while <laughs> I was on campus. Okay. And um, for some reason, Verizon likes to throttle everybody's oh, cell phone campus, yeah. stuff on campus. Yeah, I get and it. it's fucking horseshit. She could get to load. So I can't get a video to I load. I um, uh, I didn't watch it because I saw it right as right before I left to go take my uh, one bass guitar in for repairs today. Uh, it was pretty damaged, but. Luckily, the repairs are only going to cost me 80 bucks. So right. I think shit. I'm happy about that, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, to a baller like actually, you. it kind of is, just considering that the base only cost me $300. Oh, yeah. Percentages, like, brother. Like, technically, only one $14 piece is actually getting repaired. Yeah. But it's also, like, yeah, that base was only $300, but they only made them for one year. Oh. And I got one of them. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pretty happy about that. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh... What has got for us? I have Cody Rhodes announced that uh, in AEW, there's going to be zero actual writers hired. Mm-hmm. The boys are going to do it. I also saw that um, on topic of this, but you might have, but it fits right in with it, mm-hmm. that they are also going to not only have, but display and keep available win-loss records for everybody yeah. that wrestles for them. And that to me is fucking awesome. That is, I'm, I'm excited. 
Because that means wins are going to mean shit, and losses are going to mean shit. Right. And that means you can actually build up real stories where a guy loses, like, 30 matches in a row, and then finally wins one on a fluke, but it gives him the confidence to go on a win streak and ends right. up winning a mid-card title or something. And that'd be dope. <laughs> everybody, everybody likes a good underdog story. Right. I think they should almost break it up and, like... <laughs> God damn it. They should have them in factions. I want to see factions... <laughs> like you four guys, four, four, six. Five, four to six guys. Because then you can because because that's the difference between random WWE six man tag matches I hate right. and New Japan six man tag matches that I like is they're all on a team and have a reason to be fighting together. Right. And the WWE don't get shit. So four four six. But then but yeah so but by these factions then they do. You keep the win loss records, and you kind of compete with your own faction too. So think of those as like where football has their divisions, or football, baseball, basketball, whatever. They're their divisions, right? Those would be your factions, okay. And then whoever has the best win loss record in the faction would be like the number one contender for a championship, or I like that the ones that you know are the key members of feuds or whatever, you know. Yep. That I would like be that. Dope. That would be super dope. I could get behind that. Yeah. And like, That'd you know, the big all-in show, you know, that starts at, that starts at Memorial Day this year. That's when it starts. Next year for Memorial Day, whoever has the best record automatically gets that heavyweight championship shot. Right. At, you know, and I, at I'm, the pay-per-view. I'm always a fan. Like, those are my, like, you know what's funny? I just thought about this, so this is way off, but fuck it. Who cares? Um, my favorite WWE match period is okay. the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, nothing better. Concept match concepts. Yeah. yeah. My favorite New Japan mm-hmm. is the G One. Yeah, they have one thing in common: mm-hmm. winner gets title shot. Right. My second oh, yeah. favorite match in the WWE mm-hmm. is the Money in the Bank. Right. Because when it gets time notice, time. notice, I never put this together. Mm-hmm. It's not the events and what they are. It's the fact that you get whoever it's a ran, it's multiple right. multiple people. Right. Whoever wins get a title shot, and it's not mm-hmm. just a random three man fatal four way. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I love it. Elimination should be that way. Elimination chamber. I should say both words. To they use it in multiple ways. I mean. It's either for a title or for a number one. That's true, and I'm cool with it being for a title, too. Because yeah. this year, the women's is going to be for the right. tag title. And we'll probably get a men's one for some. One yeah, it'll be for something else. Yeah, I assume there'll be two on the yeah, car. Probably WWE that's gonna be the, or something. That's going to be the thing going forward, is all the themed mm-hmm. cards like that yeah. are going to have a men's and a women's. So yeah. It's already Basically, a said. If it's Hell in a Cell, there's right. going to be one of each. If it's TLC, there'll be one of each. Yeah. Basically, whoever wins the Rumble, whatever brand didn't get... Uh, the Rumble win will yeah. probably have a number, number one, one contender match right. in the chamber. Because that's what they've been doing yeah. for the few, re- few right. years. What else you got for news and rumors? Um, I think that was it. Okay. Then hang on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We so. should have been restyled for a second. We're right. back. And here's here's the thing we were off and yeah. I just need to say this now. Like, we went all in. Yeah. That's a way bigger deal now than it was because it led to this. And right. To the stuff that we just announced mm-hmm. through the news and rumors, changes are already coming to the WWE, which just yeah. is going to just keep making it better and better and better for the wrestlers, yeah. the people that sacrifice their bodies to entertain us in the right. way they do. They do. And they they deserve health insurance. 
Because that's, of that's how the big thing. That's the biggest one of my. Opinion. I mean, well, I mean, it, they all had, they already make they, had they already make good money. We'd all have health insurance. That's a different You live in the wrong country. I know. This is America. Ain't yeah. nothing free here. Um, I guess that just leaves number sixty-seven, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. All right, the Sarge. Uh, Sergeant himself, uh, the real life GI Joe in yeah. the flesh. I have no also, idea. at one point in time, one of the most hated men mm-hmm. in wrestling. Yep. Uh, my match was from '86. Uh, I, I went first last time. Why don't you go first this time? Sure. Uh, so mine was Sergeant Slaughter versus Mrs. Wonderful Paula Orndorff. Okay, um, what's the story? Do you know what the story is behind this? Did the I know. Oh, like sorry. it was basically. Um, I mean, it had to been an ongoing it's, thing. It's Paul and but, Drag, right? I'm assuming. No, no, he's coming out normal. It's Sergeant Slaughter doing his Sergeant Slaughter thing, and he's calling him Paula. He gets oh, all he yeah, gotcha, so gotcha. they're in this feud and he's just calling him Paula. I gotcha. And like people in the crowd have As signs signed. that say Paula. That's awesome. And yeah, it was great. Okay. I um, thought he was doing a gimmick or something. No. For the story. No, there was no gimmick. He gotcha. was just yeah. That's fun though. Um, I like that. Yeah. So this match, uh I really enjoyed this match. Um Orndorf and Slaughter, I mean they it was I mean it was a typical eighties match. There was and it was very much like my last match. There were brass knuckles involved. The ref got knocked down. But this one was done better. Right. So, and I think that's why I liked it because, I mean, yeah. you know, I compared it to almost the exact same match. But this yeah, one I was get just it. done better. Right, absolutely. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Sarge, he started bleeding within, I think, a minute and a half of the bell ringing. Irish whip into the corner. Over the turnbuckle, nice. head first into the pole. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Starts bleeding, mm-hmm. <coughs> which is still so insane. yeah. And this match went on for another like ten minutes after that, so it was pretty dope. Right on. Um, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it was very good. Um, Who won? It was a very oh. So yeah, the ending was a little different. Um, so the ref gets knocked down. Orndorff pulls pulls out the brass knuckles. Okay. Punches Slaughter with it. Of course. That sounds like an Orndorff kind of yeah. thing to do. Gets back up, gets back in the ring. Cause, well, the, well, that was outside the ring. Okay. Gets the ref out, up. Ref starts counting. Then he pull, uh, gets to 10. Just as he goes to pull Orn, Slaughter goes to pull Orndorff out of the ring. They, <clears throat> bell rings, they, they brawl. Yeah. Um, grab... Sarge grabs a chair from the audience, mm-hmm. throws it in the ring. The chair was dope because it had like a cushion that was probably yeah, I've seen those five before. fucking inches right. thick. <laughs> and <Right>. Just that, <coughs> and the eighties color you picture it to be. Just picture like an oh, orange, I know that, yeah, yeah, an orange eighties color with like those fucking blue triangles and shit. Yeah, yeah that's like what it was. It was like the Mets and, colors. Yeah, and. uh so they keep trying to use the, them on each other, or the they keep fighting over That's the awesome. chair and stuff. And like finally, that. the ref gets it away, and Orndorff <laughs> escapes. But so he got the win by count out. But right. I like I really enjoyed this match. It was really good. It actually sounds like a pretty so, good match. Yeah, 
So I ended up putting Sergeant Slaughter at 74 on my list. Right on. Like, so he's in between Dean Malenko and the great Muda. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought he was good. I it, Him and Mo, Muda was very tough for me. I couldn't decide yeah. who was I wanted to put where. I can get behind that. Yeah, so... How about your match? My match was, uh, as I said, from from about nineteen eighty six, mm-hmm. and uh, um, <laughs> it was uh, Sergeant Slaughter versus the Ugandan Giant Kamala. Yes, this was an AWA America's Title match. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Slaughter came in as the champion. Uh, Kamala had uh, Skandar Akbar in his corner. Yeah. Um, Sergeant comes out with a bunch of American flags and starts handing them out to the crowd before the match, like, but during his entrance, and this went on for two or three minutes, like, literally, he's out in the crowd for two or three minutes, like, while he's getting announced, like, they show Kamala in his announcement, and I assume Uh Slaughter's in the ring, you know, on the other side, and as they announce Sergeant as the champion and everything, he's literally still out in the crowd handing out flags, they finish the announcement, he keeps going for a while, (laughs) and then... And this took place in a baseball stadium in nice. Minneapolis. That is one thing we have talked about. The Dome in Minneapolis. I was so stoked for the Rumble being in a baseball, baseball stadium. stadium. It's been a long time since I've seen a show in a baseball yeah, stadium. I'm stoked for yeah, that. this was uh, some of the views though. It was definitely not WWE quality yeah. or even WWF quality production because there was a lot of views that just showed you how empty a lot of the seats were because they probably didn't even bother trying to sell them because. They're so shitty and far away from the ring, nobody would want them to sit there anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, like, the guy that place was a giant dome that probably held 70, 80,000 fucking people capacity. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Um, and then, and then shortly after the match finally starts, when Sarge decides he's done handing out flags and hands out, like, well, he handed out 10,000 of them, according to the announcer. <coughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, the announcer makes it a point to mm-hmm. like make it like it's a big deal that ten thousand people in the stands brought American flags after they literally just showed Sergeant Slaughter handing out all these fucking <laughs> flags. It was just it was the stupid. It was the only awesome. bad thing about the whole thing though. It was okay. a really good back and forth match. Nice. Um, Sergeant Slaughter at his best. I mean, he was he was. Uh, I mean, I know this was early on. This was '86. This yeah. is just I think before. mine was probably right around. Okay, this is just before he leaves the AWA to go mm-hmm. to WWE. And I think it's we all right know when the he gets Okay, we all know the heights who he rose to there. I mean, yeah. he was their champion as one of the biggest heels ever in the company. Right. Um, God death threats. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kamala did his, my personal favorite spot of his where he does a splash and goes for the pin, but Sarge was on his stomach. So the ref doesn't count. Kamala's confused and he slaps the ring trying mm-hmm. to get the ref to pin <laughs> and then he realizes it, and he rolls him over and tries for the pin again, but by then, Sarge's had enough time to recuperate, obviously, and kicks out. What I miss is later on, after Kamala had went to WWE, which probably had happened shortly after this match, too. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, in WWE, sometimes, he would roll him over two or three times and actually roll him over onto their stomach again and try for the pin a second time while they were on their stomachs, always nice. like that. But, um... Uh, Slaughter just gets beat up for most of this match, and he sold really, really well. Um, but he does make his comeback. 
He finally gets the locks in the Cobra Clutch and he wins. Actually by DQ because after he finally makes his comeback, after he got beat up for probably 15 minutes by Kamala. Mm -hmm. I mean, this match was almost all Kamala. Every time uh, Sarge would try to make a comeback, Kamala just shut him down real quick. Um, but then when he finally locked in the Cobra Clutch, Akbar jumps up on the on the ring apron. So Sarge immediately lets go of it and goes to attack him. And he jumps down off the ring. Kamala attacks Sarge from behind. <coughs> knocks him out of the ring and the ref disqualifies Kamala at that point. So the ending was kind of shit. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so then uh, Akbar and Kamala then in the aftermatch shenanigans just basically tried to team up and beat the shit out of Sarge. But Sarge stands tall at the end of the day. He's nice. fighting them both off, and he For stands America. tall. And he retained his America's title by DQ. Um, I, caveat, it was mm. in a fucking baseball stand. This is the loudest pop I've heard since we've started doing this. Nice. The pop when he came out, dude, was insane. He had interest music. Kamala yeah. did, but he did. Well, this was right around when his G.I. Joe was released. Yeah, actually, he had his G.I. Joe pants on and had nice. his USA and the red, white, and blue across his chest. That's dope. Um, so, yeah, it was that Sarge for sure. Yeah. It was the G.I. Joe Sarge, and he was over, mm -hmm. man. Now, granted, his pop was going to be bigger. It was in a fucking baseball stadium. Right. I mean, I, I know I talked about whole sections empty that they showed. There still had to be probably, like, fifteen to 20,000 people in this fucking... Like, there was a lot of people oh, in yeah. this show, dude. For it was sure. insane. Um... I placed Sergeant Slaughter at number 76, uh, mm -hmm. two behind BJ. Right. Um, I was really torn between him and Pat Patterson. I really yeah. was. And what it basically, like, at first I was giving the nod to Pat Patterson. He's the first ever Intercontinental Champion. I mean, that's a big deal. But then it's like, but Sarge was so good that he got death threats as a heel. Right. There's no more being over as a heel than getting fucking death threats. At that time, from now on, yeah. that's not cool. But... Back then, yeah. I mean, it still wasn't cool, but it worked. He had fucking heat. Right. And again, I mean, he did, like, basically, like, pull Donald Trump on the country. Oh, man. I just replaced Ben and Ricardo with Donald Trump. Ouch. <laughs> I don't mean to get political. Not yet. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I didn't need to. Soon. Like, I really didn't need to. It just, yeah. Uh, slip of the tongue. So, um, I guess that's it. Yeah. Hit us up at BudsWW on the social media. And yeah. for a second time, time, you can get BJ or get me over at D-A-W-R-E-W-L yeah. underscore G-U-N-S, Daryl underscore Guns. And mine's Beach 2004 That's B-W-E-J-2-0-0-4. Leave us a review. Send us some trivia questions to some yeah. the other. Do something. Tell us what's up. Do fucking anything. Yeah, people over there, what's up? Say what's up. If you're listening to the podcast, say what's up. What's up. That's our truth song. We can't steal that. It was enough that we did. And this is the second time we've done the What's Up song because I teased it a whole verse once. Remember, I did a whole verse on the podcast and the song. And then you were like, you should probably stop before we get sued. And I was like, actually, I want to stretch this out and make it last for multiple episodes. And then we never did it again. No. Okay. Well, what's up? Um, but that's it, buds. Until next time, that's BJ over there. Una Zero over there. Peace out, buds. See ya. Bye. Right now. Oh, we gotta do a little extra piece for the ending. I'm gonna do a little extra piece. Balls. I'm not gonna this office. Cool, mic check. Mic check, 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 check. Oh, yeah, that's like way over there, though. <coughs> I need that. Yeah.
put it about where it's supposed to be there. Yeah. More like that. Way closer. That's better. There we go. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, because I tend to be louder anyway, so it works yeah. out. Right there, there. Right there. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't even have it. We're going to wing it. Okay. Good luck.